This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. If you had, you'd have never been caught. I do some dumb things. And the people I love the most, they pay the price. Thanks to you, we had to run. We're still running. Let's go. Someone watching your back. Like a partner. Hold on. You gave her wings and blasters. So I take it you didn't have that tech available for me. No, I did. Everyone's got their thing. Maybe it's a breakup, a death, an accident, whatever it is, you used to be one thing, now you're something else. to another episode of Redefining Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we've got a special guest for you. We're joined by Tywana Smith. Tywana is a former professional basketball player. She's also an author, a former college standout basketball star, and now she is the entrepreneur, uh, founder, and CEO of Athlete Nexus. Tywana, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You've got a super stacked resume, and um, I'm super excited to talk to you. Um, your work, it goes back so, so far. Um, 
I guess my first question is, is what was it like for you growing up in the Mid-South, and how did growing up in the Mid-South help to foster your skill set as a basketball player? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it was amazing. It was a different time, you know, and now that I'm able to look back and really put in perspective what I experienced, um, you know, it was really uh, a learning and a growth experience to be able to come up in a situation where you didn't have a lot other than family and really a lot of opportunity. Um, and so, you know, it instilled in me very early, number one, to work very hard for everything that I that I achieved, but more importantly, to be very balanced, right, not to be one-dimensional, you know, you learn to be very resourceful when you don't have a lot. So um, I really carried those traits forward, and I'm, I'm very grateful for what I experienced because it did prepare me for the ups and downs of my career. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, would you say that your, your friends and family growing up really kind of helped you as well? Because I know um, now, you know, part of your message is that, you know, to, to put God first and also family, yeah. you know, to make sure you have a good support system. Uh, would you say that your family was also instrumental in just helping you, you know, to foster your growth and, you know, maturity yeah. and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In more ways than one. Um, I did have an older cousin who uh, was drafted into the NBA. And uh, as I often share, I'm very grateful to have been uh, a part of his experience, not just as a fan, uh, but even the business side of the sport and to see how far uh, sports could take him, whether it was to get higher education uh, and even into uh, a long-term career. But I was able to balance that and um, the love for sports with having, I guess, very old-fashioned parents who uh, really, you know, they were very supportive, but the big picture of everything was that that was just a small piece of the puzzle, right? And so they still held me to a high academic standard, uh, you know, because they understood as well the opportunity that it that it provided. So, yeah, um, my family was extremely supportive, and they really um, pushed me in all the right directions. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you remember what it was like for you when you, um, you know, you signed to go to Ole Miss to play? Um, what were your thoughts and emotions when you when you found out that that's where you would, you know, continue continue your career into college? Yeah, it was. Uh, I really had mixed emotions, honestly. Uh, I had come off of a very, very successful sophomore campaign where I was I was very highly recruited uh, from multiple Division One uh, schools, and I tore my ACL as a junior, so I missed the, the the bulk of that season. So coming back as a senior and really proving myself, I guess, uh, to everyone that I still had it, that um, I was still, you know, very talented and could play at the Division One level. It was very gratifying to still get the attention and, um, you know, from those schools to sign on. So um, it was sort of, I guess, kind of, a, a you know, letting you know I'm still here, uh, but at the same time, grateful to be able to continue my career um, at a high level. So, yeah, it was, it was mixed emotions for sure. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> coming back from ACL, you know, surgery is never, never an easy thing. Oh, um, my gosh. No, I'm still with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. The road to recovery must have been arduous. Um, what helped you to get through through that, that recovery time? Yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, uh, really just, just looking at an opportunity to try to give back to my parents. 
Um, they really devoted uh, themselves and really put a lot of their own lives on hold to support me um, all the way around. I can remember not being able to walk and my parents literally, um, you know, carrying me, um, you know, to places around the house and, and just grabbing things and just seeing the devotion they had to keep me back up and going with a lot of motivation uh, for me to really finish what they started you know, to really take hold of what they had instilled in me, uh, to pay them back for their love and their support. So, um, you know, it, it was it was tough. You know, there were days that, that I was full of a lot of doubt, uh, but they never they never changed, you know, they never went anywhere throughout that. They still loved me for who I was and um that encouraged me to, to get back on my feet to help them. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. Um, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to delve more into you know your time at uh, Old Miss. Um, you know th- that's a school that is you know steeped in history, um, yeah. both both good and bad. Um, was there ever a point in your collegiate career at Old Miss where things were just particularly arduous and you had to rely on your faith to help get you through? Yeah, well, that was a strong part of it, you know, anyway. But uh, first, I want to say hottie hottie, right? Um, because I had an incredible time at Ole Miss. <laughs> it was an incredible experience. If anyone listening is an Ole Miss fan, hottie hottie. Um, but no, you know, I actually had a very, very good, well rounded experience. Um, you know, people, uh, you know, often say, you know, of course, when you're thinking of the bad part of the history that you do reference. Um, but I'm just very grateful I didn't have to experience those things. And, and it, it, I would have to attribute that to my faith. You know, maybe I was in situations that I didn't perceive that way just because I trusted, um, you know, in a higher power, you know, uh, you know, that whatever it is I faced, it would work out the way it was supposed to. But I had an incredible experience. I met incredible people, a lot of which are, are still lifelong friends and colleagues today. So, um, you know, it, it was great. I love everything about my time at Ole Miss. I love it. I love it. Now, you um, also continued your, your career onto the professional level. Um, you had a, a chance to play, um, I believe, for two over, overseas teams. Um, uh-huh. What was your experience like? Because, I mean, growing up here in the Mid-South, I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> these are yeah. considered, you know, very small areas. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been overseas? No, I have not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You've got to go. You've got to go. It was amazing, and I really recommend, you know, anyone that can try to to venture out and to really travel abroad because um, it really gives you perspective. You know, as you say, you know, in a small area, you really get a chance to get outside of the bubble, and there are things that you can learn because I really consider myself a student of the game, like always. I'm always trying to learn. But when you come back, it gives you immense perspective about things that maybe you had taken for granted or other opportunities that you never thought about, um, you know, striving for. So, you know, going overseas, I always had a lot of fun. I always tried to take in the culture and try all the different foods and, and try my luck at mastering another language. It was definitely an eye-opening experience that I suggest anyone who has the opportunity tries to, to undertake. Absolutely, absolutely. What did you love most about playing um, professional basketball? Because I know that, you know, at each level it gets, you know, more and more competitive. And obviously, you know, pro basketball is a lot different from, say, collegiate and, you know, yeah. even high school. Um, what, what would you say you loved most, you know, in addition to being, you know, overseas and seeing the world? Well, you know, I would say, um, you know, the, the, the atmosphere around women's basketball. 
uh, it was akin to what we're seeing right now with men's basketball in the playoffs. I mean, everywhere you go, the people recognize, number one, that you are foreign, but number two, they can kind of guess that you are an athlete. And so um, they bring the same energy. The games are so loud, but they're a lot of fun. People are engaged from the tip-off to the end, uh, and it's really a great experience to, to, to be on the highest level in the game abroad, but to be recognized for, um, you know, what you've achieved to be at that high level. So I would say the game day atmosphere, it was, it was crazy, but crazy in a really, really good way because oftentimes we don't get the same love uh, domestically through the WNBA uh, as we should, especially if you compare it to other sports. So I really love the way women's basketball is celebrated um, abroad. Absolutely. You hit on some, something so good, so uh, so poignant there, and it leads into my next question. But what would you say is the biggest misconception with women's basketball? Um, I know that, you know, so many people have their opinions and their ideas yeah. of, of women's basketball. Um, yeah. You yourself having been a player and, you know, a coach and now a manager, um, what would you say is the biggest misconception with with just women's basketball? Yeah, I would say that it's boring. You know, I've heard that comment, you know, often over the years, and I'm thinking, you know, what are you watching? You know, uh, to me, women, uh, you know, sports <laughs> require a lot more, you know, fundamental and, um, you know, really skill level. I mean, there are girls that can ball. So um, I'm not sure what those people are watching, but I think that it's boring. And it's probably because you don't see as many who are able to do the hot mind dunks and some things like that that men. Uh, men's sports usually feature, but uh, if you pay attention, uh, we are usually more um, strategic thinkers, right, uh, than men that who can and mostly rely on athleticism. Uh, right, we right. have some young ladies that really understand the game and they know how to play the game, um, and they're talented enough to, to really, you know, play uh, at a, a high but fundamental level. So, yeah, it's not boring at all. <laughs> and I wish it did, you know, I wouldn't hear that anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to agree with you. Um, I am uh, super excited to talk about, um, you know, your career as, um, you know, professional sports manager. Um, oh, yeah. You, yeah, you, you do some amazing work and um, want to delve into that. Um, I guess my first question is, is what made you decide that this was kind of the career um, focus or trajectory that you wanted to take? Because I know, um, you know, it takes a special type of person, you know, um, that, you know, can juggle so much and to deal with so many different personalities and right. deadlines and so on and so forth. Um, when did you, I guess, learn that you just really had a knack for this line of work? Right, right. Well, you know, what I do actually morphed out of um, a need that I saw so prevalent in sports, right? So you grew up watching sports, being a part of it, and you hear the horror stories. Like you hear the athletes that, that struggled and, and some of the just really poor decisions that they make. Um, and as I experienced those things myself, I got a firsthand view of how those things can go so wrong so quickly. Um, I always had an interest in business uh, simply because, you know, growing up we didn't have a lot. And it made me wonder about money, uh, how people made money, kept money, and, and things like that. And so that's where my background lied, um, you know, academically. So I combined my love of business, of finance, uh, along with my experience and love for sports to turn around and help other athletes. I knew my time would be limited, especially having injuries uh, played my career. 
But um, I wanted to be able to pay it forward and teach them that there's another way, that there are people out there who are, um, you know, honest and looking to assist you. And um, I just feel like the greatest tool we have uh, is the sharing of information. And so it just sort of morphed out of a need that I saw over the past few years of dealing with athletes and finding that so many deal with the exact same issues. Uh, And so, um, you know, systematically, I wanted to create a structure and a model to serve that need. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to backtrack just for a second. And I wanted to ask you, what is, I guess, what is one thing that you wish, you know, somebody would have, you know, imparted onto you in terms of wisdom uh, when you were, you know, playing competitively and, you know, striving to, to be the best on the court? Is there something that you wish you would have been told, I guess, sooner? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I wish someone would have stressed to me even more so than they already did about the importance of being balanced, uh, especially as it comes to business, right? Uh, as athletes, we're really used to people making decisions for us, uh, telling us, you know, what time to be in practice, you know, what time we're leaving, uh, you know, on the bus or the plane, and, 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 you know, what time to come to this media appearance. But then, when we have to think for ourselves and really cover business issues and not just sports issues, uh, we struggle because that's not a skill that we practice. So I wish that um, I'm grateful that I had a knack to to have enough of a foundation to want to learn and have an interest there myself. But for most athletes, if, if people don't plant the seed, uh, you know, they will never ever pay attention to those things. So I wish that there was more of a focus on being an all around successful individual, especially as it pertains to business. Absolutely. I love that. You get on so many good things, um, which leads into my next question. Um, Your company, uh, Athlete Nexus, um, you are quite unique um, in your approach to uh, sports management and just um, representation. I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about your company, you know, for our listeners that don't know anything and, you know, how can they, I guess, be a part of, you know, what you're working on? Right, right. So there are a couple of facets to it, but essentially the Athletes Nexus is a sports marketing and business management company for today's pro athletes. Um, What we focus on are the non-sport business activities that contribute to their success. There are enough people ensuring that they are very talented, they're skilled athletes, and they're performing well, but not as many people concerned about all of the other things that make them great, their brand, uh, marketing them, promoting them, whether it's through social media, their fan engagement in the community, um, uh, you know, and as well as helping them manage their business affairs. Um, typically, athletes are not thought of to be very proficient or efficient when it comes to hand- handling business, and we want to change that approach. Uh, we want to help them vet the professionals that they align with um, and ensure that uh, everything that they do further grows their brand, right? Nothing uh, represents them in a poor light because it's an uphill battle they're fighting anyway. So we, we focus on the branding, marketing, media, and promotion of athletes, things that will help them create a lifelong legacy of success, not just uh, in the moment while they're an athlete. Um, we also have a couple of educational resources for younger athletes because I found that if we're proactive in getting this information to them and training their minds to think of themselves as more than just athletes, we find that they'll be a lot more successful when they do, in fact, get to the professional level. And so I've written a book 
which is a bestseller entitled Surviving the Lights, and, and it, it really covers how younger athletes can focus on being a total package. Uh, and we've created a strategy system to help parents and young athletes navigate through some of these common mistakes we see athletes making um, throughout the process to enable them to, to have a successful journey. So we have our hands all over the, the sports game. I love it. I love it. I'm super interested in, in your book, and I'm glad you mentioned it because um, it's such a, a huge part of, you know, who you are and, and you know, the work that you do. Um, what was the writing process like for you with that book? Because I know that, it, you know, it's been well-received with <laughs> yeah. great great reviews, and it's it's super poignant. I mean, because even if you're not a sports, a sports head, so to speak, you know, the book is very insightful in that, you know, it can teach yeah. you some really good, you know, life lessons, you know, so it's, it's good for athletes and, and non-athletes alike because of, yeah. you know, the, the lessons. Um, was the writing yeah. process, was it something that you really had to birth out? No, and it's funny when I tell this story, you know, everyone is, is, is very uh, surprised, but it took me two weeks to write this book. What? Um, because it did, yeah. <laughs> Simply because it was such a culmination of things that I have witnessed and faced and even experienced over the years that I guess I, I've been just bursting at the seams to really uh, get this information out, uh, you know, on a, on a wide level. And so, yes, yeah, it took me two weeks to lay it out uh, and to really fill it in. Uh, I was pregnant at the time. So I had a little time on my oh, hands. Wow. Um, but yeah, but it was it was a very very uh, gratifying experience to be able to put these things on paper in a way that I could share with the masses to help more athletes be successful. Absolutely. What is it like being married and you know being a full time entrepreneur and, and such a you know busy busy businesswoman? Oh wow, yeah. Um, I don't think I know any other way to go than, than like crazy. Like there, you know, I always have a lot of things going on. Uh, but it's it's really a, a very fruitful uh, experience, I'll say. You know, there are very difficult, challenging times uh, that can be overwhelming. I have a three-year-old son and a one-year-old daughter, so you can imagine, uh, you know, what that adds to the fire. But um, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, uh, my children travel with me, and I want this experience to be one for them as well, to set a standard for them uh, of everything they can do. You know, there are enough people saying what you can't do and all those things. I want to be an example to them of what you can do uh, so that this is the standard of excellence that they shoot for in everything they do. Uh, I'm grateful to be married to um, an, an athlete right, who understands the business and understands how hard you have to work, um, but ultimately the need. Uh, and so he's extremely supportive of what I'm doing and, um, you know, the change that we're trying to make across the industry. So um, I, I'm just very grateful for, for that support system. That's awesome. I was going to ask, you know, for the people out there that, you know, athletes that are considering marriage and, you know, they're serious about somebody, what advice would you give to them? Because I know that, you know, the work is not your, you know, nine to five type thing and there's a yeah. lot of um, – adjustments that have to take place what advice would you give to you know an athlete you know or someone that's in a relationship with an athlete yeah so it takes a very special person uh to to date and um ultimately uh you know make a life partner or partnership with an athlete okay so no point in what you're getting into um and my suggestion when i mentor young athletes uh you know about their love lives uh, are to, you know, number one, make sure you join yourself with someone who also has something going for themselves, 
so that there are respectable lines around both of you being able to pursue something that you love, right? You know, everyone will lose yourself in a person, um, you know, but, but also make sure they understand the support that you need. Right, because it, it's it is difficult. I mean, the hours are crazy, the demands are crazy. Your body, which affects your mood, and so being very clear on what the expectation is from you uh, as an athlete, so that you can ensure that you know everybody's happy. Right, because when it comes to marriage, you know how it is: happy wife, happy life. So, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> make sure you both bring something to the table and focus on doing something productive. Uh, you know, but more importantly, make sure the expectations are clear. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you've been very outspoken about your faith, and I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about, you know, what led you to, you know, your belief in God, and how has, you know, your faith helped you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I was raised uh, in in the church, uh, and uh, as I've grown to learn more and really to study for myself um, over the years, I've really been able to uh, be very uh, deliberate about looking for the opportunities I have to, to really connect with God, right? You know, there are just some things that are so unexplainable. I don't, I don't care who it is and what your belief system is. Um, you have no choice but to attribute them to, um, you know, to a higher power. And so uh, being injured, uh, you know, my parents have been through various things uh, health-wise and just really being a witness uh, to the grace of God has been something that, um, you know, is really the only reason I'm here, you know, to be honest. And so uh, I believe in, in being very, you know, Thanksgiving is the first, the first of everything that I offer and I give because I know that um, I, I, had, I don't have to have experienced anything I have or received anything I have, and anything I have is not mine. I have a duty to pay things forward. And so, um, you know, I really try to put, push that forward and really show young people uh, you know, women, other business people, and people in, in, in athletics that you can you can have a very strong belief system. You don't have to push those things to the side in order to fit in, uh, because again, um, you know, God's grace is definitely undeniable. So I do I do follow God. I follow Jesus Christ, uh, and I'm excited to share that with, with everyone. I love it. I love it. In addition to um, you know your faith and you know your responsibility to push it forward. Um, I guess at the end of the day, you know, when, when your life is examined and people, you know, look back at, you know, your playing highlights and, you know, your work as a, as a you know, management consultant and, and marketing expert and also an author, um, what's the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from your life and your body of work? Yeah, you know, be productive, not just busy, be productive. Uh, you know, and try to, to touch and change as many lives as you can because that's the only thing we can leave behind, right? Uh, but more importantly, be balanced. You know, everyone that knows me knows that I am a wife and I'm a mother before I'm all of these other things. Uh, and I'm very grateful that my clients and the people that I align with respect that. Um, you know, so, you know, those are the, the bits of advice. And I hope that I am a living, you know, living testimony and living example of all of those things you know, that I preach. My parents said that all the time, you know, be very balanced. You're more than a basketball player. And if there are any athletes that are listening, um, I need you to know that as well. And the priorities you have in your life, um, you don't have to, to sacrifice those things for anyone or to fit into anything. So. Something so, 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 so poignant. Um, 
but you know, Taiwana, you know, that all of that just leads into, you know, integrity and um, self-love, self-respect, and yeah. just, you know, like you said, a relationship with the higher, you know, with the father, because if you've got all those things, you know, it, it, you know, it'll really, things will really fall into place for you. Not saying that, you know, it'll be a cakewalk, but. No, it, absolutely you know, not. Yeah. Definitely help. Yeah, yeah, it does. And and everyone, we, I mean, we need that, that um, you know, that, that centering and, and just really leveling force, right? Because it's very easy to get very high. Um, it's very easy to get very low, right? Um, and it's just the thing that keeps you grounded, the core of you, the part that's real and true that, that you know, the, the public doesn't always see. Um, I have tough moments like anyone else. I have those tough mommy moments. I have those sleepless nights. Uh, you know, I have tough clients you know, sometimes to deal with and, and convincing them of what's best for them. Uh, you know, I have moments when, when people are, um, you know, speaking things against me and what I'm trying to do, uh, you know, those around me. So, you know, it doesn't mean that those trials don't come, right? It doesn't mean that you don't deal with anything or go through anything. It means that you're re- ready, you know. I oftentimes call myself the, an athlete's readiness coach, and they're like, readiness coach? What is that, ready? You're ready for whatever. You're ready for the trials. You're ready for the obstacles. You're ready for the business side. You're ready for life. You're ready. Um, and so I always say if you stay ready, you never, ever, ever have to get ready. Man, you said it. You said it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, wanna, I love it. Um, what's on the horizon? What can, you know, where can our followers, our listeners learn more about you and kind of keep abreast of what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. So um, you can visit my my central site, uh, which is uh, TawanaSmith.com, and that'll link you out to, you know, the Nexus, to the coaching system, to the book, speaking engagements, the whole nine. Uh, I am on social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and it's Tawana T. Smith. Uh, And, you know, coming up, we are going on tour this summer to, uh, you know, with a, a workshop for young athletes and their families to teach them about the business of sports. And it's called Ball into the Bag, whether that's the scholarship bag or the bag as a pro athlete. Um, you know, there's some very important things that we're missing, some, some things that have been, you know, suppressed, I guess, as industry secrets uh, that we need to know to be successful. And, and my team and I want to share that, you know, for all who want to learn. So look forward to us coming to the Mid-South area. I love it. And um, you're also doing something with, um, I believe, uh, Sonny Weems this uh, summer here in Memphis. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Sonny Weems is one of my NBA uh, European clients. Uh, He was drafted into the NBA in 08, and and over the last um, six or seven years, he has hosted a week worth of um, community events in his hometown of West Memphis, Arkansas. Uh, and so this year it'll be July 30th through August 3rd, uh, and we will have a multitude of events from community cleanups to back-to-school giveaways to basketball camps. Uh, you know, he really does a great job of touching the youth uh, throughout the community, so it's always an exciting time. I think to date he's helped over 1,500 kids over the last six or seven years, so I'm really, really excited to be a part of this group of events. I love that. And how can our listeners get involved with that, our listeners here in the Mid-South? Yeah, so if you visit his site, uh, which is uh, funnyween13.com, 
uh, you'll be able to get more information uh, about uh, Tony and some of the initiatives he has and things you can do to be a part of it. Uh, you can also reach out to um, his PR and communications team, uh, the Neely Agency, uh, at theneelyagency.com uh, for more information about getting involved. I love it. And so I kind of wanted my last, my very last question is, is um, have you been watching the NBA finals? Um, and oh what, are, what, are your, what are your thoughts? I, I know you caught last night's game. What are your thoughts on the, the series? I did. Thing? <laughs> yeah. So this is why we play, right? And I'm just really excited. Uh, you know, this is rivalry is living up to everything everyone expected. Um, you know, emotions run very high uh, and, and sometimes uh, mentally. Right, and, and that's part of my message, the mental game, you know, whether it's knowledge or whether it's mental toughness. Uh, you know, really saw that on display last night, and it was very difficult to watch. However, you know that both groups are going to regroup and come back ready to fight. So um, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I am a Golden State fan, but I also enjoy watching LeBron James, the, you know, do what he does uh, so well. So uh, I think we're in for an interesting series. You know, and so I'll be very, very excited to, to see what happens in game two. So I don't want to make a prediction, uh, but I will be tuned in and watching. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Tawana, thank you so much. Um, I'm all out of questions, but I wanted to open the floor to you if there's anything else you'd like to set our listening audience. No, yeah, no, I thank you so much, and I really do, uh, anyone that, that has a young athlete, I'm really, really, you know, huge advocate for the education piece, you know, I really encourage you to really check out some of the resources that we have uh, in not just preparing these young, young athletes to be professional athletes, but preparing them to be professional. You know, 95% of CEOs are former athletes, and sometimes we don't think about the skill set that we develop being a great transition into business. Uh, so I really encourage you to be proactive and not waiting on someone to tell you what to do and opening a door for you, but, you know, being proactive about learning and being a continuous student of the game because when you learn, you grow, and that's the only way that you can go higher. So um, good luck, and, and I'm here to help anyone that needs it. Absolutely. You hit on so many good things there, Tawana, and um, we just want to thank you again for joining us on today's show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much. That was Tawana Smith of uh, Athletes Next, Athlete Nexus. Uh, we'll put the uh, link to her website in the body of this post. If you guys are listening to us on SoundCloud, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We're also available on um, uh, iPhones if you've got an iPhone or an Apple product. Listen to us by downloading the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's available for free in the iTunes store. Don't lose the app. Search for our show name. It's redefining the counterculture. You'll hear this interview. Also, we're available for Android users if you have an Android phone or an Android device. You can listen to us by going to the Google Play Store, search Google Play, search uh, search Google Play Music, excuse me, search for our show name. Again, you'll hear this interview. Uh, if you've got a Roku player or a Roku smart television, you can watch this interview right in the privacy of your own home. We have over 200-plus hours of original content programming and interviews all free of charge. Uh, from the Roku Channel Store uh, or your Roku television, just search apps. Under apps, search for our name, download the app, and once you download the app, you can begin streaming all free of charge. And lastly, we're available on YouTube if you got a, a YouTube or if you go to YouTube to watch videos. Uh, we're on there. Just search for our name, Witten Radio, and you'll hear this interview with Taiwana. Again, thank you so much, Taiwana, and we will talk to you later. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You as well.